You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What does personal branding have to do with powering compelling and effective B2B marketing? Well, we say goodbye to cold calls when we welcome Jarrett Thomas, a rising and recognized influencer who has close to a decade of experience in digital sales in companies, including Hootsuite. He shares his secrets and convinces us all to be more than a title. All this in episode number 482. Welcome to Mobile Presence, your destination for everything mobile. Today, a little bit of a change because we're not going to just talk about how to build a brand. We're going to talk to someone who knows about it. And like the title of his podcast, we are more than a title. He is more than a brand builder. We're talking with Jarrett Thomas, who has been in digital sales for close to a decade and most recently strategic account manager at Hootsuite. Jarrett, good to have you here. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Peggy. It's a pleasure to be on the show. I was looking forward to it. And happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, exactly. I love it, though. More than a title. That is so cool. And you were at Hootsuite, as I said, until recently. That's probably one of the best places to learn social media consulting. What are you doing now? Absolutely. Yeah, so right now I'm just actually kind of doing what I was similar to what I was doing at Hootsuite. So right now I'm doing personal consulting for brands. I'm helping people with the personal branding on LinkedIn, um, you know, attribution. I'm helping them with content strategy. So I've been all over the place for my 10 years experience. So I've done everything from SEO, content strategy, social listening, social media management. But what I'm really passionate about, as you know, is just the social media. I love LinkedIn. It changed my profession. It changed my career, the trajectory. Um, and I just love building relationships. So it was just a, a good fit for me. And I'm just glad that, you know, I'm grateful that things took off the way they have been. And I can't wait to share the story with everyone. Well, I want to hear that story because when we were chatting before, I mean, we connected in LinkedIn. There you go. It worked, right? <laughs> we connected in LinkedIn and I said, this is really cool. But you started out as a way to just say, hey, there's got to be a better way than the, the, you know, the, the hell of a cold <laughs> sales call in, in any platform. T tell me yeah. about that story because that's what got you going. And that's so different than when you go into social media and say, yeah, I want to have impact, I want to build brand, I want to do this, that, the other. Yeah. No, this was like a workaround for you. 
Absolutely. So I was working at an agency. I was in a very kind of weird place in my career. I had just left a big social listening company. And now I'm at a 15 small person organization uh, agency. Um, and I was just tired. I was tasked of going after the Nikes, the Ubers, the Lyfts of the world. And I'm like, how the heck am I going to get in touch with these people if nobody knows us? So I went to the CEO. I asked him very clearly, just bluntly, like, what, how do we generate revenue? Where are the leads coming from? Um, and he told me, I'm from Twitter. They come from my, you know, my audience. They come from keynote speaking. They come from referrals. And so light bulb went off. Boom. I'm like, okay, well, then it's not these thousand emails that you would like me to send out because my marketing mind thinks, okay, if I get two meetings out those 1,000 emails, what about the 998 people that think I'm a jerk, that just hate my messaging, that don't like it, which also has a negative impact on the brand? So mm. I said, no, we're not going to do that. Um, me and my sales partner, Lee Gall, shout out to Lee. Um, and we just went downstairs every single morning. We got a coffee and we come up with a topic and we just put the video on. We film on our iPhones, no anything, no rhyme, no reason. And we would just talk. It would be two, three minute clips and we just post them. And before you knew it, in two and a half months, we're going to get lunch and you know chicken parms in Manhattan. And then people are like, holy crap, that's Jared and Lee. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like this, this is some, this, we might have some legs here. This might be actually something. And it came from more than just um, something we were doing as a hobby. Then it actually started generating revenue because we ended up closing one of the biggest deals in my career, um, you know, through a referral, through a relationship and also through LinkedIn. So, and then once that happened, the pandemic hit. So once the pandemic hit, my entire pipeline evaporated. And I was like, man, what, what are we going to do? Um, and I just started the podcast, Rankable. And we started getting our potential customers on the platform. And then we just started having incredible conversations. And then we ended up, you know, talking to the CEO of Revolt, Rap Snacks, um, you know, executives at Amazon, Shopify, Spotify. And it just kept spiraling. And um, Van Jones shouted us out. He was a listener for our one year anniversary. It was just really cool things that started to happen. Um, and then we ended up closing $2.2 million in sales without, you know, sending an email or a cold call. All through inbound demand. I would get emails and DMs from VP, CMOs, digital marketers like, hey, Jad, I love your content. This is what I have to do. This is my budget. This is my problem. Can you solve it? And then what we've noticed with that is it, we, we changed the entire sales cycle. It went from going from four or five months to closing a deal to three and a half weeks to a month because they're so excited. They already gave me the problem. I'm not selling you. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just helping you. And it really just uh, stuck with me. And it, it is really was successful. And I'm very yeah. proud of what happened. And it just made sales more fulfilling. It works too, Jared. That's the cool thing. Because you're thinking, yeah, you know, they don't have to get to know you. There's not, can we meet over coffee? Who in the world are you? No, you've been putting <laughs> your brand out there, right? Yeah, And they sort of understand what they're getting, not just in the ability, but the person, because, hey, it's a relationship. You said it yourself. That's it. That's what it. What do you tell a marketer, you know, because now they're going to be saying like, wow. And I know a lot of marketers who are so on the fence about building their own personal brand. It's like, what do I say? What's on topic? Oh, what's yeah. so what's true. the messaging? I mean, what do you say to them? Because it's such a touchy topic. They're so reluctant, but you have shown, you know, put yourself out there on social media and it's going to be good for your brand. It's going to be good for your pipeline. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I would tell all those marketers, <clears throat> We all deal with that. I thought the same thing. Like, what if nobody would care? What, what if I'm not smarter than these other people? What if people don't think what I'm saying is valuable? And then I just started to think about it, right? Like value is subjective to the reader. I've been in digital sales for 10 years, right? So something I say may resonate with somebody who's doing it for a year or two. And they're like, wow, versus the person who's doing it for 20 years or whatever the case may be. So I just wanted to do things that, that I felt was valuable. And what really helped me was telling my story. So like one of my most viral posts 
um, and I have it pinned to my page, wasn't the SEO or the content strategy stuff. It was, hey, I was Jared Thomas, 20 years old. I was working at Dallas BBQ, smelling like ribs. My son, my first child is on the way. And what the heck am I going to do? What did I do? So I went to Indeed every night. I started implying the jobs constantly. I got a one opportunity. Um, he told me to sell him a pencil like out of Wolf of Wall Street, which is a true story. And the next thing you know, I'm working for digital ad sales at a place called Intent, a vertical search works at the time. And I became a top seller for was um, doing $250,000 a quarter for eight straight quarters and, and just wow. stuck. And then from there, we went on and the journey continued. But um, that's how I got into digital sales. I was in I was a waiter. I was a barista. I was doing everything. <laughs> that is such a great story. And what's real about it is that it's real and it shows that you have to be a lot of different things. Right. That's and it shows it. you always have to be sort of always on in a sense, understanding what the opportunities are. I mean, do you ever take a break or does anyone ever take a break from no. social media, from building your personal brand? Cause you know, I don't, I don't even look at it as a brand, right? I just look at it, me being myself. That's how I really look at it. I look at LinkedIn as my personal diary. So if I do a podcast today, I'm going to post this today. Um, if I go do something later tonight that's that brings some value, I might have a call with a CEO or anybody. They may say a line that's really cool that I want to share with the people. And that's what I do. So I don't put a lot of pressure on myself. And um, I do want to talk about the earlier point you made about like the people, the marketers that are on the fence. There are no mm -hmm. downsides to this. There are absolutely no downsides. If you obviously just don't come out of, you know, left field, don't say anything racist or crazy or, you know, you know, anything yeah. of, of those topics, religion, I stay away from that, but I be myself. And really what it allows you to do is just connect with the customers on a better level. Like I can't tell you how many people I've gotten from DMs from Germany, France, um, London, from Asia, from all regions around the world saying, Jared, you inspired me. And I'm just the guy that's doing sales in the Bronx, you know, from my house, working from home. And it's the impact. And that's what I care about. I care about helping people impact. And what, what made me be myself and stop giving, you know, really giving a crap was I started looking at the feed and everything was the same. People were saying the same stuff. People look the same, all this stuff. So I'm like, OK, there's nobody on here that looks hip hop. There's nobody that wears a hat. There's nobody from the Bronx like that. And if only two percent of people are posting on LinkedIn, I'm going to bet that 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0.1 are going to be exactly like me. And that's how I win. Such it's being myself. Be yourself. Be yourself. I mean, got to be fair. Since the pandemic, like everyone and his brother, you know, they're even asking me, what kind of kit do I need for a podcast? I'm like, God, you need more than a mic for a podcast. You really do. You need guests. You need to stick to it. It's every week or for some no. people it's every day. How often is your podcast, by the way? Yeah, I do. I do it once a week. So it's every Thursday around 530. Okay. Um, but like today, I'm doing a bonus content like with a, at four o'clock today with Peter Hahn. He's like one of the big apes in the ape community with AMC and GameStop. So I want to know yeah. what's going on with the manipulation in the stock market. So we're going to have a great conversation. But I just do it every every week. And how I've been able to get my guest, um, a lot of people ask is just I just reach out. I just ask them or they maybe even reach out to me. I've had CEOs, man, I love your platform. I love what you're trying to do. Um, the CEO of Rap Snacks told me specifically, man, he doesn't do any interviews doesn't do any. He was like, man, I looked up, looked you up. I saw what you're doing. I see what you're trying to accomplish. And absolutely, I'm going to be willing to help you. And I'm just grateful that it's been like that. And I've been very, very grateful for all the love that people have shown. But I just ask them. They come on the show. I haven't had anybody reschedule or cancel on me. Thank God. Well, <laughs> and it's just fun, been going. Jared, that's why, you know, I mean, that's, it. that's what impressed me. It's just like it is. It is just like being yourself. I mean, granted, I have a couple show notes I'm looking at. Right. But you just you just launch into it. You're like, hey, what's your story? What's going on? 
That's and it. that's what it is. It's being authentic. Now, as I said, everybody and his brother has a mic. Everyone's trying to do this. Yeah. Let's think about advice for people to be themselves, but still make a mark for themselves. You know, what's your tip for rising above the noise? Because it's going to get louder and louder. I just spoke to a guest talking about influencer yeah. marketing. I mean, it's exploding. It's yeah. going to be noisy out there. What do you say? Yeah. Creativity. Creativity is going to help you differentiate yourself in the marketplace. And as more people come on LinkedIn, as more people go on social media, the ones that are going to rise to the cream of the crop ones are going to be the ones that use their creativity. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example, Peggy. So before yeah. coming to Hootsuite, um, I did a campaign. So I left the agency. Um, I ended up quitting. And the way New York works, if you quit, you don't get any unemployment. So I had to bet on myself that I'm like, I'm going to get me a job within two, three weeks or a month. And I'm just going to go for it. So what I did was I did an NBA free agency campaign. So if anybody's familiar with, you know, Wojnarowski, he makes all the big announcements. So I went to Fiverr. I paid 30 bucks for a Fiverr thing, put my picture on top of Clay Thompson from the Golden State Warriors and put the company's logo where the Warriors were. And it says, breaking news, Jared's a free agent. He does this, this, and a third. He scores X amount of points. And the sources are telling me that he's looking rejuvenated and is going to help a championship roster. More details to come. When I made that post, I got reached out by Google, Amazon, LinkedIn, um, uh, so many top tier brands because it was just so it was so different. People were like, wow. And I had a whole campaign strategy where I was going to do like push ups, jumping jacks. I feel like I'm getting ready for the NBA for the next gig, for the next it. thing, for the next Ooh. big thing. And the NBA was the analogy for the next big opportunity. And then I ended up getting the job at Hootsuite within two weeks. Wow. I love that story. I'm just trying to see, you know, the Rocky music in the background or something. <laughs> Dog food on your shoulders, doing the sit-ups. And exactly. Oh, that is That's so it. cool. That is so cool. Jared, I can see why you're making it. And I love the fact Thank that you. you have your own gig. We're going to talk about that. Got to go to break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about how what you're doing now, but also not just that, but looking a lot into you know, just those incredible stories. You've got so many guests, what you learn from them. A lot of reasons to come back. And that's what we'll do right after this break. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony. Trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at CleverTap.com. That's CleverTap.com. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Miami. 
is more than beaches, palm trees, and fun in the sun. It's home every year to the Miami Book Fair, celebrating its 39th year of hosting authors and readers from around the world, November 13th through the 20th. Join us in downtown Miami at the Wolfson campus of Miami Day College. Connect with over 500 authors reading from their books in English, Spanish, French, and Creole, answering questions and signing hard copies. The 2022 edition of the Miami Book Fair welcomes everyone of all ages to come together, meet, and make new friends, exchange ideas, and discover one's next favorite author. Let's explore, discover, and learn together. Featured authors will include award-winning novelists, Anthony Horowitz, Ben Mesrich, Craig Johnson, Danny Shapiro, Elena Shapiro, Jimmy Attenberg, poet Sandra Cisneros, and authors writing about the trending topics of the day. Lisa Genova, Jerry Stahl, Marie Brenner, Mark Kurlansky, Samantha Cole, Stacy Schiff, Katie Tour, and many others. For more information, please visit MiamiBookFair.com. Follow the fair at Miami Book Fair and join the conversation hashtag Miami Book Fair 2022. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. We're here with Jarrett Thomas, who has been sharing everything he knows about social media, influencers, personal brands, how to build it. He's got his own podcast. He's here on mine. And right before the break, Jarrett, we were just talking about being yourself and some of the cool things that you have done to kick off that gig of your own, which is where you are, right? You've got your own gig and you've got your own podcast, more than a title. I love that title. It's intriguing. What does that mean for you? See, for me, um, I was used to listen to a lot of different podcasts and it was all the old same thing. It was the marketing, it was the tip and tr- tips and tricks. It was very niche to whatever, whether it was SEO, content strategy, social media. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm more than that. I'm more than that job description. I'm more than that. Like I'm a father, I'm a brother, I'm a you know, content creator, podcast host, you, just like yourself, Peggy, right? You are much more than whatever somebody tries to box you in or say that you are. And those are the stories I want to hear. I want to hear the CEO that you know, had to bootstrap and sleep in the car for six months. That's much more valuable than me hearing, you know, something about attribution or, you know what I mean, web traffic or something like that. Like, yes, it's helpful, but it tells me a lot about your character. And that's the person I want to meet. So that's how I kind of came up with it. And I would do want to shout out, I am an athlete because I got that. I got a play off of them. They had, I am an athlete. And I'm like, whoa, well, I'm more than a title. And it just came, it just clicked. <laughs> that is so cool. And you've had some great guests and hey, 
Got to call out to Walter Gear, who brought us together. Yes. One of the guests from your show. I mean, he is so amazing and so smart and patents for amazing. ad formats and brought amazing. us the scroll. I mean, just cool stuff. So you've had cool guests. Talk about a couple of them. Talk about maybe your top two favorites. And it's cool if Walter's one of them. Maybe he'll, uh, you know, no, Walter. listen in and hear this. Big, big high five to you, Walter. No, big shout out to my, that's my big brother right there. So shout out to Walter. So I love the Walter's conversation. It's one of my favorites because I didn't do any research. I'll be honest with you. I was looking at his LinkedIn and he just, somebody was just always doing amazing stuff. And I'm like, damn, mm -hmm. man, you just inspired me. Like, I just got to get you on. And then to hear what he did with the skippable pre-roll. And then yeah. to hear that he was actually, he, he's actually from the Bronx like me. He's actually, his, his parents lived two blocks away from my grandmother. Didn't know that. So I'm sitting there the whole podcast. My jaw's like, oh my goodness, the whole podcast. Like, you made what? You patented what? You spoke to who? You did this? And you're here on my show? It was just such a, it was such a great conversation. So I, I'm appreciative of Big Bro, man. Shout out to Walter. And I think yeah. the, um, the my other favorite one is probably my, I have two. Um, Udi Ledegor, so CMO of Gong, he was the first episode. Uh -huh. So he took a shot on me. So um, CMO of Gong, if you guys aren't familiar with Gong, it's a multi-billion dollar tech company um, that basically just analyzes sales calls and gives you better you know, insight into how to be better in your, in your profession. Uh -huh. And then another person, Maggie Lower, who's the CMO of Hootsuite. So love Maggie. Um, yeah. You know, it was just big for me. So for her to be at the organization, myself to be in the organization, and for my colleagues to see me talking to Maggie and, and Tom Kaiser, it was just, I think I appreciate that opportunity. So I love those conversations. But shout out to every guest, everybody who's come on. Love you guys. I'm so appreciative. You know, I'm also appreciative because now I've got Maggie. <laughs> Thank yes. you so much. Exactly. She'll be making the rounds on a couple of things. Um, we're talking about having really cool guests and being outstanding in our own right, as you said, being yeah. yourself. But there's also this thing called the imposter syndrome that can hold a lot of people Absolutely. back. Did you ever face that in your career or when you were starting your podcast that, hey, I'm really cool, but maybe they won't, you know, they won't think it or they'll find it out? Or what yeah. did you struggle with? I, I, I still struggle. I think we all still struggle with it. I think as the, as the, you know, one day you're getting 20,000, 30,000 views and the next day you're getting 2,000 views, it's hard for not to play in your head. It's hard not to, yeah. to think about, is anybody listening or what happens? I, I know for me, as I'm going in between and transitioning from opportunities and starting my own business and also still looking for a corporate opportunity, it comes in mind. You're like imposter syndrome. I'm doing all of these things. How am I not getting it like this? Or how am I not CMOs and CEOs reaching out and saying, man, I need you to do X, Y, Z. So sometimes it plays you in your head. But I also have to think that it's I'm playing the long game here. This is the long game. So it doesn't it's not going to be instant gratification. It may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen the day after. But guess what? When I happen, when it does happen and when things start to fire on all cylinders, I'm going to create something sustainable for my family. You know, I have the podcast. I have ownership of the content. You know, I can give that to my yeah. boys, my kids, you know, my business. I can give that to my boys. And that's what it's about. And it's about creating freedom. I want to be able to just do what I want when I want with the people I love. And that's where I'm all. That's my goal right now. How do you do that at a sort of like daily routine basis? Bring me in the, the world of someone who's not just social media and consultant, but creator yeah. and creative are there, are there tools you use to manage no. your time and your projects, no. get your ideas? What gets you going on a daily basis? What gets me going on a family? I just, I think what gets me going at this point is what's next. 
how can I push the bar a little higher? You know what I mean? So say if I get the CEO of Revolt, if I get, um, I got Mary Webb coming on, she's actually the creator of Flow from Progressive. So that was a really cool, like, like what's next? So now I've got Mary, who, who else can I reach out to? What, what are the, those next, you know, those next milestones that I can reach? And that's what excites me. And the only way I can get there is by creating more content, being more creative, trying to step outside the box, doing things on LinkedIn or other channels that haven't been done before. So that's what excites me. Um, I'm getting my video skills up. I'm getting a lot of, you know, editing and things like that. Cause I want to be, I want to be a powerhouse. So I've got the ideas and my whole goal is just to, you know, like I said, create opportunities for others, help people. And I want to be the 45 year old person 10 years from now. And they're like, man, you helped my career. You helped me be myself. And I'm getting those calls now. And that that means more to me than anything. The opportunities are going to come. But saying that you, you know, help somebody be themselves and they became successful because they were being themselves. That's the win. So what do those opportunities look like for you? Because you've got your, you know, you've got your gig and there's almost a, a lesson or a show in that as well. Yeah. Sarah, you know, you've how to how to build that and how to build that in a way that, um, you know, let's face it, you're, you're going for the long, the long yeah. term, the long view, which isn't what most people do, right? They're no, just like no. saying, no, influencer marketing is really hot <laughs> and uh, there's tons of money being thrown at it or I'll just do some social commerce shopping live streaming stuff and life will be good, right? Life will be gravy. Yeah. So what is it that you are thinking of or envision as, 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 you know, what is your goal? What is your gig? How are you going to approach that? Yeah. So my gig right now is to continue with the relationships, right? Because mm -hmm. right now, like for instance, I'm out and transitioning right now. I probably put in two applications. I've had 25 conversations at most. And I haven't had to do much. The opportunities are coming to me. It's people that I'm friends with. It's like, Jared, man, talk to this one. I don't even, sometimes I don't even have to interview. It's just like, man, are you ready? Are you willing to come here? This is the price. This is what's up. How can we make it work? Um, but I just want to do what I'm passionate about. What I'm passionate about is LinkedIn, getting people over imposter syndrome, getting people to be more creative and things like that. So that's why I'm creating my own brand. I want to help people with that specifically, how to get over your brand, how to be more creative, um, how to tie the dots and really understand what the value is of your program and then help people with podcasting. What setup do you need? Because people think you need some million dollar setup. And just like how we are right now, it's just a computer and a microphone and a, and a light. And <laughs> that's it, your energy. And right. that's all and you energy. need. Yeah. That's all you yeah. need. You got a lot of positivity, but you know, there are Thank a you. lot of painful life oh, lessons out there. Share one that you've learned on the job. A painful lesson that I've learned on a job. Ooh, that's a great question. Hmm. I think a lesson I learned, and I would use Hootsuite as one, right? A painful lesson that I learned is regardless of what you do, you're still going to be expendable. Mm. I think that's the realest one. I, um, you know, because I did everything. I impacted that place to the point where, you know, I would get calls from APAC, EMEA. Um, you know, when I first got to the organization, nobody was wearing hats and stuff like that. I was like you know, on a town hall meeting, 500 people. I'm looking at the faces. Everybody's like buttoned up. I'm sitting there with a hat on like this. You know, <laughs> two weeks later, people got him to the side. They got him like this. <laughs> so that's the stuff I that I... One now, eh? Yeah, and it, was like, it was like, I loved it. So I, I impacted the culture. I closed $1.2 million in sales. I was really kicking butt there um, and making an impact. And I still wasn't the ones that were selected for whatever reason. So that was my goal. And that actually motivated me more. So the painful lesson there, regardless of how hard you work, still put yourself in position. So thank God I have the branding. But if I didn't have that, look at all the layoffs that are happening right now. And that's what I care for. I care for the people in Hootsuite who don't have the same brand as me. And I'm saying, hey, get to it, guys. Get to it, guys. Get to it, guys. Because Snapchat, Twilio, Google, 
Amazon, all these places are making layoffs. And how are you going to differentiate yourself in that marketplace? Yeah, It's very, very difficult. So please, guys, if you hear this or you get anything from me, differentiate yourself, be on the market, get your story out there. Because if you don't tell your story, who will? Who will? And it's so important. It's it's re- it really is, and I'm thinking, you know, the layoffs. I have a lot of friends in the fintech app yeah. industry. I mean, that was just decimated. Oh my goodness! Um, you know, ten percent, twenty percent was nothing at some of those app companies. Yeah. But you say, you know, find your story. It's yeah. not that easy because either they're fighting with an imposter syndrome, like I don't have a story. I'm just average. I'm just a cog in the machine, or they're worried that the story is already been told a thousand times. You're giving advice like this. Tell us how to find the story. Everybody has a unique story. And if you don't, it's just your mindset and you're just putting that in your head, right? The one thing that I get from when speaking to a lot of CEOs, CMOs, and people that are really successful, the only thing that separates them from the average performance, so to speak, and nobody's average, but um, is your mindset, right? So like, it's the glass half full mentality. They took the risk. They saw the positivity in, in or they saw the, the impact that you can make in this. They saw the good in every scenario and they went for it. While versus us, we're just in our heads like, hey, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to do this. I just did it, too. And that's the only thing that separates us. So there's content all over the place. Right. I'm a parent. I'm a father of two. I've put up on LinkedIn, my son graduating high school, getting accepted into different high schools. Those are all real things, because guess what? Somebody else is dealing with that, too. Somebody else's kid got accepted into a good high school and they're proud. And now I'm giving them the opportunity to say, hey, man, I'm going to put this. This is ready for LinkedIn. Look at that. It got good likes and it got this and people are enjoying. I don't care if you're eating a medium rare steak at Outback. Put it up because guess what? Somebody could be eating a medium rare somewhere and you connect on that level. But we don't think of it like that. We think of value, 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 value. When I can get value in everything, it's all about connecting. And then you provide the value and then build the relationship. We're all people. We're not we're not marketing. You know, <laughs> we're not leads. Yeah. We're all not leads. And that's what the problem is. I think the mentality yeah, is from sales and marketing. That is not true. a lead. <laughs> you gotta start treating people like people. And it's interesting that you talk about LinkedIn. I want to stay with that for a moment because yeah. I remember a couple of years back there was this article about like how often certain words you would see, you know, I'm I'm eager, I'm passionate, you know, it was just like these words don't belong on LinkedIn. What's a no-go these days? I mean, is it like name dropping? Is that dead? Is it being passionate? Is that not what you do? If your LinkedIn is a place where you have to be, this is about business, yes. but yes. got to be some rules of engagement there. What's a no-go? Uh, I think it's some stories that you know are just a little far-fetched. <laughs> yeah. So it was a running joke like, well, you ran into the burning building, you had an interview, you did this and all this. Like some of those people and stories I hear are ridiculous. Um, one thing I would say is a no go. Please do not copy others content because like we know I've seen posts that I've had verbatim. And I'm like, oh, man, at least tag me, show me some love or anything, yeah. we, you know, which is cool. But it's, it's also flattery. So I, I appreciate it as well. But like, don't do that. Um, don't tag just everybody for, for no reason. You know, people do that because they want reach. Don't do that. Um, Another tip um, I would tell anybody, don't share links. Put those in the comments because obviously LinkedIn is monetizing for you being on the platform and the way their algorithm works. If you actually have a link, if I link to this podcast right now on YouTube, for instance, I might get 50 views versus me actually putting it in the comments. I might get 500 or 5,000 views. So that's something else that's really, really cool. Keep people on platform and engaged. Talking about the rules of engagement and about long-term. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the 
rules of engagement for making certain people keep coming back, checking you out, looking at your personal brand, watching your evolution. It's one thing to be like, you know, a splash. Yeah. But is there is there a rule for engagement, re-engagement? Consistency and just checking up on people. So that's what I do. It's, it's just staying in myself. I'm, it, it's like, all right, for people who are just starting, if you want people to cut and get engaged with you and learn about your story, it's like a movie trailer. What is your movie trailer? Why should I keep coming back? What are you about? And it goes back to the story I mentioned earlier. I was Jared Thomas. I was 20 years old. I, I was you know, working at BBQs. And now you see me at Hootsuite. You're like, wow. And now you see my progression. You see my evolution. I'm telling you these stories. And you're like, wow, it gives you something to root for. And then what I do is the people who engage with me, I always check up on them. I show love. I, I like their posts. I comment. Um, I share their stuff. I reshare it. It doesn't matter. And that's what a lot of people don't get is that um, they just want to be yeah. a big star and they think it all just comes. No, it comes because I've invested so much into people. I've taken yeah. the calls at eight o'clock, seven thirty, nine o'clock. I could be putting the kids to bed. I could be doing everything. I make these sacrifices to give to people and not ask for anything. So when I'm in a tough situation, like right now, transitioning, People are like, man, what do you need, Jared? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Because I give so much. So just give, give, give without any expectation. I promise you that love and all the stuff that you've done will be reciprocated in ways you don't even see now. So please do that. And um, don't try to sell. I don't sell. I don't ask anybody for anything. I'm really, I'm probably, I think the reason why I get a lot of like executives to like me and, you know, go hang out with me and things like that. I have no ulterior motive. I just like, I tell you straight up, I just want to be around you. You know, I just want to I just want to hear from you. I want to talk business with you because guess what? I'm learning and learning so much. Like my mentor, Solomon Choi, owner of 16 Handles. Shout out to Solomon. Love you, bro. But um, like our conversations are just different. He just exited the business, just sold the business off. I'm actually getting an insight into how he sold that. What is the process and all those things? And I use those in my sales conversations that make me that much sharper. Yeah. So I'm learning. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly asking for advice. Um, and I'm a sponge. Sponge. <laughs> I love that you're learning from people because I was just going to ask you, you know, how do you stay on top of the trends, the most exciting things that you see on the horizon? But really, it's by connecting with people. And it does. Yeah. It's what goes around, comes around. Always. Absolutely. That's why they call it link love, right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's Jared, it. I could go on forever. And I have to stay that you've also touched me. I mean, I'm also in there for you. And that's why, you know, I wish you really and truly all the best. And I know that you are a brand builder because you've gotten me excited about it. You've gotten me thinking, hey, there's more that can be done. And I'm sure you've gotten our audience so excited about what they can do. Find oh. their story. Stand up. Be yourself. Talk about yourself. How beyond the podcast, which they should listen to, and I will have it in the show notes, how do they stay in touch with you as you evolve? Because you oh, are a consultant, but you're also giving away a ton of this for free. Absolutely. Absolutely. So come to LinkedIn, Jared Thomas, two R's, two T's, and Jared. Um, I'm very responsive. I'm probably the fastest person. I don't automate messages. I go into DMs. If you hit me up, you will get a response almost 
instantly because that's just I'm wired like that. But you can go to more than a title YouTube page, Jared Thomas on Facebook, Jared Thomas on, on Instagram. I, I share all my content there. But yeah, just connect with me there. And um, we're going to go and have the website up shortly for more than a title. So for speaking engagements, keynotes and things like that. Wow. Um, but besides that, just write on LinkedIn. Um, I'm always on there. I'm always giving out game. I'm always learning from people. So please reach out. Let me know any questions about branding. You need some you need to get pumped up. You need some advice. <laughs> I'm that guy. Please let me know. Reach out, man. I won't bite. <laughs> Well, I found you on LinkedIn and I was like amazed. It was like, I'm, I'm thinking I'm in Europe. So I know I have yeah. different hours. And I'm just like, oh, I wonder what he's up to. Because I got you through Walton. And, and you answered back. I was like, that's it. This is the real deal. Yeah. I want to thank you so much, Jarrett, for thank being you. on Mobile Presence with me. Thanks for sharing. Thank you, Peggy. Thank you for having me. Thank you for this opportunity on this wonderful platform. Uh, thank you to the audience. And I'm looking forward to, to kicking, getting connected more. And I need you on my show. So please, let's go set that up. I'll get you on more than a title. I would love that. You're on. That is so cool. I'd love to do that. So in the meantime, you want to check out this show, other shows, earlier episodes. You can do that because you can go to WMR.FM. You can find our shows on Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. If you want to find out how to be a guest on Mobile Presence, like Jarrett, you have a story to tell. Of course you do, right? Absolutely. Then email me, Peggy, Peggy at MobileGroove.com, or check me out on social, LinkedIn, Twitter, DM me. We'll get you set up with a show. And don't forget video because it's super important and it's powered on YouTube by The Groove. See, we got you covered there. We got you covered on audio. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile. So make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we will see you soon. The opinions expressed in this WMR.FM program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMR.FM. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.